on this episode of The Jason Wright Show. But navigating all of this is, is actually quite, it's quite a lot. But, um, and then if I fast forward back in 2000 and um, so 14 and going through mono and you think it's just conventional, this is normal, but you start digging that now with the background that I have accumulated, I just understand that to a whole other level that it was actually, you know, the gut was completely imbalanced and I was dealing with some an underlining root cause that was actually leading to that. So yes, you know, I think there's a time and a place for pharmaceuticals, antibiotics, there's a time and a place, but then what do we do afterwards, right? Where's the groundwork that, that happens afterward? That's not happening. Hey, sorry to just jump into the middle of the show like this. I know that's rude, but I want you to have happy feet. I have happy feet, and I want you to also have happy feet. And you can do that by going to jasonrightnow.com forward slash happy dash feet. There you will be able to click on a link to get you some amazing zero minimalist shoes. They are the best shoes you will ever own for working out, walking, traveling. They're like wrapping your feet in baby smiles. Want to know more about the company? Want to know the genesis of the company? Listen to episode 89 of the Jason Wright Show. You know why? I'll tell you why. Because I had the founder and CEO and Shark Tank participant, Stephen Sashin, on the show. That's right. We talk about mindfulness, shoes, entrepreneurship, all kinds of cool stuff. It's a great episode. It's number 89 of the Jason Wright Show. But before you do that, go to jasonrightnow.com forward slash happy dash feet and grab yourself a pair of zero shoes. Now, back to the show. I'm Felix, man. I just hit record, brother. You are on the Jason Wright Show, and I appreciate you being here, man. Uh, no problem. Appreciate it too. That's all. Glad to be here. All the way from Alberta, Canada, which I, I imagine it's still a little cooler up there than it is here in Tyler, Texas, where it was storming all last night and it's cooled off a little bit. I think it's maybe like mid sixties now, but uh, I imagine it's a little colder up where you are. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm not too sure. Again, in, in Fahrenheit, but it's it's warming up. It's actually everything's melting, so yeah, uh, it's not as cold as it used to be uh, over the past couple of months. So. Okay. Definitely. So, yeah. Well, awesome. Good. Well, man, I appreciate you joining me. Just so the audience knows, so how you and I connected, we are both going through this immune-centric health certification uh, with Joel Green. And Joel Green, as I've mentioned on the show before, and I mentioned in our class of the day, was the number one downloaded show on the Jason Wright Show for 2021. Just a great guy, an incredible wealth of knowledge. And so I decided that I wanted to take this thing to a new level with health and wellness and, and actually add that to my, uh, my advisory and coaching practice for peak performance. And then you were one of the first guys that spoke in the class and that uh, man, yes. like I was talking about, this is old hat <laughs> for you. And so I thought we'd talk about some really exciting things today. Like, like how to, you know, good poops. You know, Absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Hey, it needs to be taken care of. Right? That's a big issue to so, many and just, faces. 
and I thought we'd get into a lot of, you know, of the, the gut biome and just some of the things that we know are, are, are kind of not as apparent to the naked eye. Most people think if I work out, I drink a lot of water, do a lot of cardio, mm -hmm. and I'm either on keto, paleo, or whatever, then I'm, I'm okay. But there's really so much more to it than that. But what, let's start with your journey in health and wellness and uh, as, as an integrative health coach and, and, and everything that you, and a practitioner. How did this start for you? Yes, absolutely. So if I backtrack a couple of years, so I come from, uh, from Quebec, uh, Canada, but I was throughout my childhood, had a lot of issues with uh, being overweight, but as well as I had major issues around bug bites. And I used to have these major reactions that led me to being hospitalized in the hospitals because major swelling, arms, highs, legs and so over time that went away but then i had a little bit of a elch scare or shift i would say going back in 2014 so it's been traveling abroad so this is why i got into a bit of gut biome because i went to the philippines i've traveled to mexico i've traveled to different places but and having these gi disturbance that was happening and led me to trying and figuring this out on my own over the, the past years because the thing is I've been in, into health and into I've been having example a morning smoothie since I was back in since I was 14 years old so it's it's and, and being 29 now it's for me it's just it was a, a daily thing but and but navigating all of this is, is actually quite it's quite a lot but um and then if I fast forward back in 2014 and going through mono and, and you think it's just conventional, this is normal, but you start digging that now with the background that I have accumulated, I just understand that to a whole other level that it was actually, you know, the gut was completely imbalanced and I was dealing with some an underlying root cause that was actually leading to that. So yes, you know, I think there's a time and a place for pharmaceuticals, antibiotics, there's a time and a place, but then what do we do afterwards, right? Where's the groundwork that, that happens afterward? That's not happening for most people, right? Most people go one round after another. And that's basically what happened with me and made only my immune system and my gut a lot weaker over time. And then had some great success in 2016 with fat loss and got into the grind, getting into a better, healthier lifestyle, becoming more active. But then 2018 hit, and this is when I had major skin issues and food sensitivities, navigated all the diets that possibly could. Um, so from keto to carnivore to vegan to vegetarian, for did that first of all for an extended period of time. But I led to me to more issues down the road because I've never actually dealt with the underlying root cause of what was happening. So, and then that's when back in 2019, going through that major scare uh, with, I had basically what was happening on the, on this left arm. I was having some wounds that were actually wide open. They were spreading and it was basically open flesh. And you're like, what's happening? Wow. And so did some, a lot of gut work in the past before that, so did not want to resolve to conventional care, but I, and I did, but I ended up getting sick and I stopped the process and I went to the 
more of a holistic route and then boom okay so tapping in a bit of enzymes and and probiotics and some silver and so you're like okay what's happening and some some herbal cocktail and you're like okay what is this and that's basically when i i started really digging deeper it took me a while 2019 came across ben greenfield's podcast completely changed my life in many ways, got super excited, got really deep into biohacking. I've implemented multiple things, but then that's when I, I shifted into uh, becoming an integrative health coach because I said, you know, I mean, how many people suffer from the bloat, the gas, the undigested food, the food sensitivities, but now it's like, okay, let's remove all the, all, all, all the fiber, all the vegetables, all the fruits, or remove all the, the lectins and, and, and so on, right? And the dairy and all of that. But then, then it comes down to being so restrictive. And so, and, um, and I think so for me now with the, this understanding, it's, it's just there's, there's fundamental tools that we need to be applying that everybody, I think, deserves to know. So, well, that is fascinating. I, because, I think that speaks volumes to your, your credibility in the fact that a lot of this was seeking a remedy for an actual ailment that you were suffering. I'm reminded of this book that I read back, man, it was probably the early 2000s. I think it was called The Maker's Diet. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but it was about this guy. He uh, suffered from Crohn's disease, which you know is yeah. just like horrible. It just just ravages your body and in and, and, and your, your gut track. And and so he's going and, he, and his dad was a physician himself. So he had, he had means, he had uh, a great medical care around him all the time. So he went to doctors all over the world. And then finally he went to this one physician. I mean, he went to gurus and I mean, he went to, he did alternative medicines. He did it all. He finally goes to this one physician who says, he, he tells him, he asks him some questions about what he's eating and what his diet looked like. He said, well, I can tell you what's wrong with you. You're eating the wrong things. And that's whenever he started applying this particular, you know, eating protocol to fix his gut, which then allowed this guy to gain like 40 pounds, needed 40 pounds over a 12 month period or something like that completely changed his life. And then you were talking about the wounds on your skin. I think a lot of people listening that they haven't, if they haven't really jumped into head first health wellness, I mean, excuse me, gut health and the wellness that it can provide, they don't know that things like allergies, eczema, all these things that you don't really immediately connect to the gut can have a profound impact. And That's tremendous. Oh my gosh. And you know, and I'm kind of like you in that um, there's, there's two, two great points you made. Like one, I, Ben Greenfield was probably one of the biggest, you know, kind of yeah. guys, that, as a matter of fact, you know, in a way he's the reason why you and I are together today, because I first yeah. heard Joel Green on. And so whenever I heard that, I was like, oh my uh, gosh, I've got to get this book, the immunity code. I read it and I was like, oh man, I've got to have Joel on my show. And so and when you start to figure out these things that you can do to take control of your health, and then I have I have sympathy for a lot of these 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 folks out there who have no oh, yes. concept of what yeah. they can do to proactively manage their body because I was one of them. I was very nice. I had no idea that these tools were at our disposal. So 
So let's just start with one. I see a lot of your social media and I, I said it kind of jokingly, but look, you know, my wife makes fun of me a lot of times because I'm like an old man. Like I, you know, I don't, I'm not the 80 year old bragging about having a good bowel movement in the morning. I am a 47 year old going, that is a sign of good health. So let's start there it, for people out there that might not even be constipated, but as a, as a metrics and, and listener, I know this sounds weird that we're like going to go into the weeds on talking about bowel movements and poop, but talk to that listener out there about some of the things that might be wrong if they are not regular or when they do actually go to the bathroom, it's just one, it stinks profusely. That can be a sign of bad eating, right? And, and things not going right. Just kind of talk about some of the things that you have implemented in it for your uh, clients that you have shown them to make sure they keep their gut health to a point where they're going to be regular and what being regular indicates for your overall gut health. Absolutely. And, and it will change from base from case to case, right? So I've worked with clients who had example, an extended colon, right? So then that leads to possibly you're going to have maybe less bowel movement, but like you're going to have like a greater amount of it, right? So maybe it's going to be one big bowel movement a day, but my, what, what we aim or what I aim for is always a two to three times daily. Really? Uh, if you are, yeah, two to three times is, is the where is the go-to. And, and the reason I think if you're having three meals a day, let's just like, we're talking average, like three meals a day. Um, so I would expect about two to three bowels daily, right? So, and then this is why before we go even deeper into detoxification. So the analogy that I take is imagine a clogged toilet and then you keep on flushing and flushing and flushing, but it's not, it's still clogged up. What's going to happen? It's going to overflow. It's the same thing with the bowel. So then <clears throat> a lot of people, there's a big talk about SIBO, the small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, uh, that the ileal sickle valve from the colon opens up because it's, example, constipation, then recolonize the small intestine with the wrong bacteria, which can happen. But oftentimes, a lot of gut dysbiosis always starts from the mouth as well, too, right? So from the top, from the top down. So if we're having poor oral care, right, that's going to lead to a lot of digestive issues but back like to obviously uh to bowel movement that's where i i i aim for two to three times a day if your stool is very muddy or very shiny that might be a sign of poor bile function bile emulsifies fat so that's the big issue so if you cannot break down your fat then this is where you get this shiny stools and that's not good either um you know diarrhea and loose stools then those things are typically could be an imbalance in the GI tract from uh, different types of bacteria, clostridia, which was a big one for myself, uh, C. diff and all of these. And again, and it's just so funny because in conventional care, I mean, oftentimes, and by all means, like I am not pro or anti like conventional care. I, there's a time and a place for everything. But I think like oh, the, the thing that we, I think it's just analyzing and then choosing what works best for you at this specific moment. And sometimes, yeah, you might resource to more conventional care or more to holistic care, right? Or, or, or a combination of both at times, but that's where there's, there's actual things you can physically do for that. But taking care of these um, imbalances in the gut is, is, is key for proper um, bowel movements and as well as 
uh, yeah, length and size, it really depends and ratios from people what you've ate. So this is why like too much of, you know, if, if you have fat is a big one, right? So, because the thing is, I see this oftentimes, how many people get the gallbladder removed? Mm-hmm. Damn. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a major surgery. I mean, it, but and then the question is, why was, why did it, how did it get there first? Mm-hmm. And now you remove it. It's not just like the body is just going to, yes, you're going to be able to produce bile still from the liver, but it won't be concentrated and you need your bile. So if, if I call gut dysbiosis, I also think, where was your bile? So that's the big thing too. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure if that answers. I can even. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's a great start. And so like, whenever it comes to like, if you have a client come to you, let's just say that I, I come to you as a, as a client and I'm like, you know, Jean Felix, uh, I I'm, I'm overweight. I do exercise, but I know that my, my BMI is somewhere around 30 and I really want to clean that. I want, I want to get that up. I want to get my weight under control. And I know that my gut health probably isn't what it should be. What are some of those first questions that you're asking? Mm-hmm. Because, because again, the listener out there, these are questions that they might, you know, need to answer for themselves. What are some of those questions that you start to drill down on? And, and do, and is that where you start is does when someone comes to you, do you start with the gut or do you start with behaviors? What does that look like? Well, there's a couple of things. Number one is you can't trump biochemistry. So fundamentals are key. So, so many people, and I'll say, and again, the gut, obviously the integrity of the gut will determine how much actually nutrients you're going to be absorbing, you know? So if, if you have holes in, inside the intestinal lining, yes, most likely you're not going to be absorbing or breaking down or getting all those minerals and vitamins, right? Which you need, right? So it's just, those are crucial, first of all. So one thing, one key thing that, a lot of people have, you know, I love to use food as medicine, food as a multivitamin, but multivitamin is a huge start. So but we have to work on, first of all, the uh, the fundamental of hydration. So what is your proper, you know, I would definitely ask, like, what is your daily regimen? So what is your environment, right? So are you still using toxic chemical cleaning agents at home? And all of these, because we can, yes, we have to fix the gut, but what led it to the first place in the first place, what led to this damage, right? So it's not just one thing, it, it's, it's overall. So this is why when we start to look and wanting to look at, oh, tell me what's wrong with me, the one thing, no, there's, it's, it's your whole environment is impactful. So if you have even poor relationships or, or poor people around, that will affect your intestinal lining. So uh, taking a look at your tongue, right? So if you do have just from tongue tongue diagnosis, you can see uh, there might be some really issues right in, in inside the gut. But um, the fundamental, this is why I ask people, I say, so what is your environment at home? Have you worked on your water? Have you worked on the hair? Have you have you cleaned out the, uh, the cleaning supplies? Your skincare just right there is a huge issue because then we're, if you're still consuming uh, pesticide-rich, food, especially grains and wheat, example, with, um, again, some specific pesticides, aka like Roundup and stuff, that will affect the intestinal tract. So, you know, so we, I kind of want to 
remove a bit of the fire at the same time as the sealing and healing that intestinal tract. So I will definitely ask people, it's like, what is your day-to-day life basis? What first, what food are you consuming? What are you consuming right now? Right? So, and are you hydrating properly? Hydration is key, but it's not just about water. It's about the kind. Uh, is it filtered? So there's a lot of debates out there, alkaline water or RO or uh, my deuterium depleted water or mm-hmm. distilled water, which, you know, I, it's not going to be a debate on water. But the one thing that I always remember and I always want is I do not want to have the garbage that you can be found in water. So is fluoride, chlorine in there is you know, my neighbors on, on multiple medication that I do not want to, because most of them are not being filtered in the water. So I think these fundamental that most people don't think and apply off the gecko, even whether you're going to see an naturopath or a doctor, I think all of these things have such a tremendous impact because typically over the years, what I've shifted is a I mean, we're becoming more modern, modernization. It was good, but it was also bad in this process. So I'm like, okay, so what have we changed? And sometimes we just have to do a bit of, of reverse and mimicking what we used to do. So like just clean. It's just so important that your environment, number one, it's huge. I can't, I can't stress that enough. So because I mean, if you're pounding the cologne every single day, yeah. it's not going to help you. So. Right. Right. I've got a great book for you too. Um, Ailey Cohen, who's been on the show, she wrote the book Non-Toxic Living Healthy in a yes. in a Chemical World. I think that's what it's called. And uh, it's a great to me. And this is one of the things I told her when she was on the show and I've told my audience. It, it's like a handbook because what you just said, a lot of people hear that and they'll go, oh my gosh, wait a minute. You know, Jean-Felix, you tell me I'm going to start, yeah. get rid of everything. And she gives a good guide of kind of where to start and what that healthy household, that chemical free or that not that non-toxic chemical household, what it looks like. Now, before you heard of Joel Green, were you like me? Had you ever, have you, I had never heard of HMO. I had no idea yeah, what it was same. and uh, and what a profound impact that has made. Talk a little bit about that and what that can do for folks. And and just talk to me as though I have no idea what, uh, you know, human milk, oleosaccharide uh, are. And basically, and, and this the whole, when I came across this, I'm like, okay, what is this? I got to, you know, I've started really recently re-implementing a lot more of it. Um, because it's been a challenge to get this in Canada, just to be honest, from the time from the show. And I'm like, oh my God, how can I get this in Canada? Nowhere, nowhere. So, but to understand that HMO, so human milk oligosaturides, basically the type of sugar that comes normally, you would get naturally from breast milk uh, through the mom. So it's it's just these types of sugar, there's a type of prebiotic that actually feeds the gut microbiome to actually flourish and create specific strains of bacteria, bifidobacteria species and help acromantia, which those are found in the people and and ultimately good health. So people that are thriving. So it's like, it's using food as medicine. That's how it is. It's not, to me, it's not a supplement, right? So a little bit of powder in the morning, cool, good to go. You're going to get a bit more regular, get working on that species. But 
the thing is also HMOs, I mean, a great tool, but then there's a time and a place because I mean, if you have a lot of gut dysbiosis, you kind of, you could be a little bit sensitive, right? So if that happened, that tells me, okay, wait, wait a minute, right? We have to do a little bit more adjusting, sealing the gut. Maybe we might have to address the pathogenic uh, environment. So we might have to do, because nowadays, I mean, how many people have issues with mold and um, parasites? I mean, if you live and breathe, you got some. So those are big deals. So parasite is a big, big thing. Many countries goes in and dewarming every single year. It's just a routine. It's just like, it's just day-to-day life. And it's just a, a, something that is really normal for people. Um, but HMOs was really impactful when I, I heard about this. So got my hands on some from the U.S., but I was still dealing with a lot of gut dysbiosis in the first place. So I had to really take care of that first. And then now we introduce a prebiotic such as HMOs, huge, huge. And then, um, so when I heard about this and then, and to understand that, you know, we're here about like, yes, lactose intolerances, which genetically, according to my genes myself, I have a lactose sensitivity that I don't digest it well. But when you understand that the human genome is only one portion of it, and you have the mitochondrial genome, and then you have the gut microbiome genome, which is like even as much as the uh, the human genome, so much that we don't even know yet. So the cool thing that I found is that using HMOs is that you can actually retrain the body to probably digest carbohydrates or um, or lactose being the one and one of them, which is so cool, which so many people have actually achieve, been able to achieve. And so it's not that it happens overnight, but hey, I mean, if you can actually now enjoy to go out and not fear that you're going to have to be to the nearest bathroom in order to possibly you might have a reaction and then have to run to the bathroom, then I think it's a pretty positive thing. It's a huge thing. Do you find yourself now whenever you're, of course, you know, people probably expect you to start, you know, to help them out because that's what you do for a living. But do you ever find yourself like when people say that they're lactose intolerant now going, oh, wait, but you don't have to be, or there, there, there very well may be something that you can do to train your gut to be able to process the dairy. Uh, do you ever find yourself like that, you know, wanting to say, hey, you don't have to be? No. Yeah, absolutely. My head. And again, um, I, it's always, you know, I, the one thing when I say somebody has lactose issues specifically, I think, yes, some gut dysbiosis, some poor gut, uh, bacterial species, parasites is my thing, skin issues as well, along with parasites is a huge one. Um, so we have to look at these, right? So, and again, it's not go run for the next stool kit <laughs> coming out. No, absolutely not. I have done. You know, I have done, I will not name companies, but I have done a mainstream, well-known um, stool testing that will tell you which food to eat. But I found, um, this is why I love testing. In my practice, I use, fun, number one, blood chemistry, functional blood chemistry, but interpreted the proper way, that's completely different. Yeah, You're going to get a completely different picture than what, most of like, your doctor is going to tell you there's going to be actionable tools from a basic, cheap, comprehensive blood chemistry versus running a $500 panel on stool testing, which your bacterial species changes on the daily. So, and, and 
I think there's a time and a place for the killing of certain unwanted pathogens, but what? how about we're, we just strengthen the whole gut to really boost up the immune system? I think that's more powerful. I could not agree more. And one of the things you said there that I was so ignorant to was like, uh, whenever I first started talking about this, uh, Dr. Marvin Singh, he, he kind of educated me on this with, you know, just because you can't change your DNA, doesn't mean you cannot change your gut biome, right? And, and to your point, you can epig epigenetics, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so it's like, and, and by the way, speaking of epigenetics, um, one of our other classmates, Lindsay, I'm going to have her on the show to talk about. Oh, that. yes, Lindsay. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I look so forward I, to that. Yeah. I think that will be good because that's something, again, that is just such an eye opening thing. And for the listener, if you're not familiar, this is where you can actually retrain and restructure what your let's just take the gut biome for instance it's nothing but an ecosystem it's like and that's all it is and but you can rearrange the furniture if you don't like the way it looks if it's not if it's not functioning properly you know you can, if, you, if you've stuck your bed in the kitchen that's probably not the best. so rearrange the furniture in your gut and make it flow better that can be done and to your point jean felix so much of this can be done with food um you know one of, one of my favorites that you like being greenfield um do you listen to mike mutzel at all and he, he's also a washington state guy and he has high intensity health and that's one of the things that he is constantly going into and he actually has a great blood work class and i took oh, yeah. it and that that to to echo your point there a physician is kind of at a disadvantage because they've got opportunity costs, right? They've only got so much time. And every time they're with a yeah. patient, they they're losing opportunities to see others. And that's why I think people that are doing what you, you are doing are so vital and important to that physician's mm -hmm. overall practice, because a physician, they just, all they have the time to do is basically go, okay, here's your problem. Here's your diagnosis. Here is a prescription or something to help ease the pain next next patient they need 100%. someone to, they need someone to walk alongside them and to and, and again yes there is the boiler template of okay here's what we're looking for in your blood work here it is here are your numbers but they're not they're not necessarily saying okay don't be freaked out by this number based on your history it's okay mm -hmm. don't be freaked out by this number because it's a you know to have someone that can help them interpret that and then go look for deficiencies to move the needle on the network, right? And and right there, right there. And then this is why like L coaching, we're not there to replace the medical doctors. Hell no. I stay in my lane. I do my thing. But okay, so what about when this person goes home? Who's gonna take care of it? Exactly. Right? And it's not I do the work for the person. No, they do the work for themselves. I don't do the work for you. But the thing is now is having the this one-on-one -on -one touches. This is why I think most people need to have a health coach because I have spent well over a hundred thousand dollars and finding and doing the testing, seeing some naturopaths and stuff, but trying to just do it all on my own. And I never really, but that's okay. Like that, I'm super, super grateful for that process because that let me here, right? For but now, if I could help somebody navigate this whole realm, and because also there's a lot of beer behavior retraining because i went through a big phase of orthorexia where i was afraid of my environment walking to the grocery store and in the in the aisle with all the toxic stuff which i, I barely do now because i don't buy any of that stuff but uh 
or I would be so scared of my food, right? So now, because I've been now eating, trying to do or eating the most whole food and organic as much as possible. I live up north. I'm not in the U.S. It's very different here. It could be a very cha challenging, but I had such a bad relationship. So how's your first, like, how's your relationship with your environment? So because throughout this whole changing, you're changing a lot of things. It does not have to be done overnight. This was like a three-year journey for myself. And I'm still improving. I'm still working on myself every single day because, I mean, our environment does not change. <laughs> it's right. not to say I got better, right? So, I mean, we have to just do the work every single day, but it just becomes just like brushing your teeth. And when I say blood chemistry, it's huge because now, and I love functional medicine, and I got so excited when I started the my, my the integrative health practitioner program uh, that I went through uh, level one and level two but then now what I found is also you know we have to recognize that blood chemistry is the king of the king of all tests yeah. and that I will say and it's been there for the long time for the longest time and so this is where metabolic health working on the gut is crucial but making sure we're properly assessing. And I went through all this because as well as somebody who, who has hemochromatosis or iron overload, this is something that myself, gut health, I have to keep at the top of my thing because if your levels of iron are ex going exponential, like going so high, you are basically a pool. You are a buffet for pathogen, right? They require heme iron. I know we're talking all about, but it goes back to the gut microbiome, which a lot of people where it's over like 10%, it's a huge percentage of people are actually walking right now with iron overload, but you don't have to have, this is why when we talk epigenetic, we have to think that we are living in a modern era that we are enriching every single food. So if your iron level is way high, and so guys out there, I tell you, check your iron. This is why basic and getting a comprehensive iron panel is crucial. And most people don't even know. And so assessing proper, are you dealing like anemia? And this is a huge thing, but it all affects the, the whole system. Oxygen level, which we talk about a lot in the hypoxia in the program. How people with gut dysbiosis, I mean, you're going to require more oxygen. So first of all, if you're dealing with like poor iron circulation or utilization, you're going to have oxygen issues. Plus you're not breathing properly. Uh, your breath, uh, you're, you're breathing from your mouth, your gut, uh, sleep apnea on top of that. I mean, and so you can have, and this is why blood chemistry, I love it, but also iron specifically, if it's not moving, and if it's stagnant in tissues in the liver and certain other organs, that's problem because now we're talking oxidization. You're rusting on the inside. It's not to scare anybody, but who's assessing this? Right. right. Not many people. Right. And that's a whole huge issue. So I think that that that's a big one for me. It's just I have to keep up with that. So yeah, I know it's just a lot. <laughs> it it is, but I mean, look, that's one of the reasons why I mean the motto I've got it right there under my show. You know, improve always and always. That's the thing. There is so mm. much. These always. There's so <laughs> much, especially with the human body, that is this. I know incredibly complex <laughs> mechanism, but it's the it's the only one we've got, and it's with us everywhere we go. So. I just, I, I, I love that. And, you know, one of the things you mentioned there that I'm really trying to work on is, uh, is my breath and my oxygen, you know, and getting that proper oxygen in my sleep. 
And oh, dude, okay, I got to tell you. So the other night, I got, I wore some mouth tape for the first time. Oh, hey, man. Oh, awesome. Gosh, it was tough. It was tough, brother, because I've always you got had, to trade. Oh, <laughs> man, I had the breathe right strip. And, and Jimlin, she said, yeah, a few times there, I could feel you, you were trying to go to sleep. And it was like you, I would jerk because it, it's kind of frightening. You know, you try to gasp for some breath. And it's you've got tape on your mouth, but it it takes a training. And it was only when I was going to sleep. If I could just doze off, I was fine. But that's one of the things I'm really working on. And so I guess this started two nights ago. Last night, I did not put the breathe right strip on my nose. And you know, I got up to pee three times. Three and, and so and I want you to talk a little bit about that if you want to, because yeah, because I, I did sure. I, I had no idea. I thought, oh, well. I, two things when when people would say well you know you're you're mid 40s so you're so you're going to be getting up to pee a lot i'm like no that's i'm not that old and i said two and then i started learning you can correct this because a lot of it has to do with not getting the proper oxygen in your body while you sleep mm -hmm. so that's why i've started these protocols but yeah man so the night before had the breathe right strip on didn't get up one time till it was time to get up and go to you know start my day and then last night three times i had to, I had to pee i was pissed every time i did i was like damn it i'm not i'm not getting the proper night sleep i'm in so i'm doing that also in conjunction with um really studying my circadian rhythm and all that so i'm like, like oh man this is terrible i'm jacking up my my because I, I i'm reading you know the circadian code right now i'm like my brain thinks <laughs> that i'm awake and it's not even going to count the last hour of sleep i got so i'm like <laughs> I, can get, I can get a little neurotic about i see stuff. you got a uh an aura ring so. oh yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah, got my band so yeah, yeah. got to keep got to keep up with those numbers, man. Got to keep up with those yeah. uh, data points. And that's absolutely. And I think they're a great tool, especially when it comes down with um, with your sleep. Right. So and this is where I always say is I, I travel through the biohacking uh, and I'm still I am and I love it. It's definitely an industry. It's I a love, never ending like, journey, man. It's <laughs> a never ending thing. But this is why it's, it's getting this balance because you could get orthorexic as well, too, like and just relying on these these database, because yeah. truly how you, uh, are you actually thinking in your body in the morning when you wake up to truly thinking, how does JF feels mm -hmm. right? How does Jason feels this morning? Right. And then look at the data. Yeah. right and not make your assumption of how you feel based on just the data itself and i know some could argue but i'm like i think oh it's that's really great advice that is great advice. Right? we that's need great. to sink in more into our body our gut right a lot of the analytic how we think um we have to just really sink in into our intuition it's just so important we just can't right but back to hypoxia lack of oxygen it's a huge problem huge problem that oh my gosh it's this, like you're saying, mouth taping was a challenge for me, oh, right? I used to wake up with my mouth so dry, not that it doesn't happen, but that tells me I just started using simple 3M um, medical um, like tape. So yep. the blue, the blue one, mm -hmm. and I just started slower, just like smaller pieces and then I, extending it but i the nose right so getting uh doing proper if you're using a neti pot every single week or i love the navage like the navage is basically like it's a chop back up your nose so it's amazing <laughs> so right pushes water through in one nostril and pulls it out from the other so you get a suction so wow. a lot of people with sinuses issue 
or if you've been exposed to a moldy home, if you go to a hotel, you smell, it smell musty, get out. Yeah. Do not stay there. That I'll say. But make sure you clean your nose. That's going to allow people to actually have a better experience or ease up the experience as well or the transition to taping your mouth at night. So I would say like cleaning saline uh, water in your, in your nose is a good thing to do, practice. And it, it will take time. It took me took me over it took me a good year almost right but it, it it really depends on the person because but also what is your mindset around it i cannot breathe through my mouth exactly. or through my nose and that's right yeah and and i and you go through the process not to be become frustrated because obviously then it's just like it's like this this relationship between you and and what you're trying to achieve right like hey giving give yourself like the chance because it's not that easy because oftentimes a lot of people will go the whole day with their mouth open. They don't even know. Yeah. They don't just don't know. So start just starting to pay attention. And then you do those little protocols like Joel talked about of clearing hypoxia. Simple exercise. I mean, and yes, the niacin can be a little bit uncomfortable for some people. It really depends. Uh, but I think just these little tools are, are man, it's almost free. <laughs> It's it's crazy. It's 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 mouth taping. I mean, the tape. It's what three dollars, three oh, three four bucks, and it will last you for a whole month. Yeah, it's so cheap. More. It's so cheap, and you know, so worth so, it. Well, and like one of the the little tests that I was doing, my wife and I went to this um, this market uh, this past weekend, and it was dusty. It was a little further. Oh, yeah. It was pretty far away. It was so dusty. And usually, that will just kill my sinuses for at least a few days. But here's what happened. I I had my saline solution the night before, God. put the breathe right strip on and put the mouth tape on, woke up the next morning and no sign of allergies, sinus inflammation, nothing. Nice. I mean, it was, and then have you read uh, James Nestor's book, uh, Breath? Oh. No, there's, yeah, I have multiple books. Okay, well, <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> and and throw, throw them at me. That's what I love to do. And because I get some of my best guests, I mean, my best book recommendations from guests. And oh, what, and, I have one for you. Awesome. Oh, yes. Awesome. Well, yeah. this one I want you to get. Um, it would be good. It's, it, here's the thing very much like your journey. So, James Nestor, he was a journalist that had had, he had eczema problems his whole mm -hmm. life. And somehow he fell into, I think that's, I think that was the case. I might be confusing that with this other book about Zen, but I'm pretty sure it was breath, but either way, he was a lay person. He was not an integrative medicine guy. He was a, a journalist and he ended up doing this huge sleep study. And he, that's where I first learned of doing the mouth. Tape. They would do it all day. I mean, he would like have his mouth covered for, you know, days. You know, only, the only time it came off was to switch it and to brush his teeth. And that's where I started learning a lot of the issues surrounding poor breath. And I had no clue that being a mouth breather, the, the adverse impacts that can have on you. And so and like now, whenever I walk, just go through my day, I try to breathe through my nose as much as possible. He even describes there's an Indian tribe that were bigger, taller, stronger as described by this other um, anthropologist or something that said that they were not allowed to breathe through their mouth. And it was like, they were like shunned in the tribe. If they were a mouth breather, it's like, oh, you're weak. You breathe through your mouth. And so that's something that, oh my gosh, it's just really come to me. So anyway. 
and facial structure, dental dental health. It's a huge one for cavities. And yep. this is how, because and not only it's your nervous system. Mm-hmm. You are taxing your nervous system every single night. So are you actually sinking into that rest and digest mode at night? Mouth breathing? Hell no, you're not. Yeah. Right. And that's a whole thing. It, it, it is so important to address that because now you are collecting and cultivating poor um, oral microbiome and yep. bacteria in your mouth that it will that w- this leads to a lot of of like, gut dysbiosis and and not only this yeah and on top of that if you have some old fillings silver fillings and you had root canals and it's it just it's it's a pool of of yeah it's, it's a big it's a big it's a big problem you gave me some great advice because um, uh, I do tend to be the person that I will look at my sleep data. And now, and when you, and you saying that really kind of makes me realize that a lot of times I determine, I mentally will look at that and go, mm-hmm. oh crap, my day is going to be bad or not there bad. You go. Just, I'm going to struggle versus, well, but I do feel okay. Uh, so that I think that's very, and you know, here's when here's something that I'm noticing like right now as we speak. So I'm detoxing from coffee this week, and I love coffee. That is something that Jim Lynn and I, that is one of our things we do together. And and so again, trying to really get an understanding of my actual circadian rhythm, then I, you know, I start the clock on my uh, my timed eating. Uh, my feeding window based on now you when I'm just using it for autophagy, then black coffee is okay. But according to the circadian code that I'm reading, you know, the, the guy that wrote the book, he's like, you know, anything other than water, that's going to initiate your circadian. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I'm, and but, then I heard yeah. that and then Ben Greenfield, he, uh, I do his ladders app now and he said, you do, yeah. And so Sunday, he it just it, this was just by pure coincidence. I'd already decided. Well, I'm not going to drink coffee this week. So I'm trying to get my circadian code or circadian rhythm in in check. And then Ben's like, "Hey, by the way, this week let's detox off coffee." And I'm like, "Oh, all right." So and I can't. So I all that to to say that man, I know I'm in better tune with my body because I did not think coffee had any sort of energetic effect on me really i just thought i it was more of a habit but i can absolutely tell the difference yeah, i might i might i a year ago i switched from a specific kind and it really changed everything so i have not actually gone back forward so really? but yeah maybe eventually yes i know it's it's been and that's the thing with coffee and i'm like i still have a client i'm like hey do i have to give up coffee and my first answer is no, that's, that's me. Right. I'm like, hell no, uh, but that's just how, and, but there's like your kind of coffee is crucial, whatever, you know, it's gotta be tested for mold, like being a huge one. And a lot of people switching from caf, deca- caffeinate, caffeinated coffee to decaf, but I'm like, wait a minute, caffeine is an antifungal naturally. So if you're dealing with mold or there's possible mycotoxin in there, the caffeine's doing yourself a favor, right? But and that's why like you have to make sure that like and I know Ben has a great a great coffee as well too, right? Uh, yeah. And uh, I use a different time, but yeah, it's it's a. What do you yeah, drink? I, I got I got to know. What do you drink? I use a. It's just been everywhere. King Coffee. So it is it is um, 
what do you call uh, a powdered coffee, uh, okay. instant coffee, but it, it's they don't use it that solvent and those harsh chemicals. It's third party tested, okay. microtoxin free, tested for mold, and then it's organic. So, but it's got mycelium spores. So if you actually go on PubMed, if you want to geek out, go and see mycelium mushroom spores in Chinese medicine. It is powerful. So it's basically an adaptogen inside your cup of, of coffee. You don't get the jitters, the truly. The jittery feeling. I used to be. I used. I'm a slow metabolism, uh, slow caffeine, uh, a caffeine metabolism, meta, meta, metabolizer. But anyways, and so I used to just get this huge spike, and so I'm just back to one, one to two cups, and mm-hmm. it's been great. And it doesn't get you dehydrated or anything. It's just yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. But yeah, definitely. Oh. I would like to be, I'd like to get to the point where I, I mean, I, I only drink it in the mornings and every once in a while around three, Jimla and I will have a cup of, of coffee, but not as much because that, that will, I'll feel that late. You know, I, I know that after midday, you really shouldn't have any, so I try to adhere to that. Yeah. I try to keep it morning. So yeah, mostly. Exactly. And then I do, I have come to like the mushroom teas and coffees mm, uh, with uh, yeah, lion's yeah. mane and chaga. I, I'm really digging that a lot, especially the stuff that's real heavy with rose hips. Is that okay? Or is rose hips? Is, is that all right? Is that or- rose hip? Uh, rose hip. Uh, rose hip. I th- yeah, I think there's actually it's got some vitamins. Okay. Yeah, but there's other vitamins, and that's the whole thing. It's getting back to nature. Like mycelium spores. When you start digging into what how powerful these are, spores are very very different. So it's the same thing with probiotics. I'm a big big spore fan. So spores is the future of probiotics for a lot of them, right? Spores, it's huge, a big one. And I love, and again, we're talking, we talk poop and we talk digestion. So I'm a big fan. And I know Ben was like, you talked about coffee enemas. Yeah, I am definitely these, uh, I've seen those being a a tremendous tool. So using spore-based coffee, like I'm using, it's been a great tool as well. And to my whole healing journey and boosting glutathione levels naturally so it's yeah talk pretty to cool me, talk to me a little bit about that because i have i've never tried the coffee enema i know ben does he i think it's every i just tell you hey, every wednesday i think wednesday is laid right. lay yeah. down my left side in the bath yep. yep. yeah yeah it's and and there's just a big dogma around it like just being fear and it's just no it's just such a easy process it's really on i don't find it uncomfortable mm-hmm. i it's a time to focus on breathing right focusing on yourself i mean when we go back into uh as it was it world war one or world war two they were using enemas as a, a painkiller oh, <laughs> i guess okay. as to to alleviate pain so i'm like well i mean they had something going on that's for sure so okay. and and because you naturally stimulate uh glutathione production which is great when you're going through detoxification really depends where people's at they, I, I don't start any clients on that right off the get-go absolutely not right that's so not. you you gotta be, ease well, that'd be pretty bold here all right for before <laughs> our next session do this <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's a little bit. That's how you find out if they not really everyone. And, <laughs> I, I, and it's, it's meeting people where they're at, and some yeah. will never do it, and that's cool too, right? So I think it's not, um, but they're they're a great tool for sure. I'd say uh, a lot, uh, a lot of bit of a little bit of every topic. So all right so one of the things going back to that great advice you gave me about just kind of feeling kind of your yes yes what is your what is your morning or take me through your day what does your protocol look like to keep yourself centered and kind of knowing where yeah 
Yeah, and then this is something that I personally even have to tweak over time. But normally, first thing in the morning, uh, I try not to to look. And this is why I use my phone. I have like an EMF case on it. I put it on airplane mode every night. I unplug my Wi-Fi before bedtime, and I do have a blue shield to to shield my home um, at night or throughout the whole day. Right, and I have my portable one, but. That first thing I do in the morning now, it's it's in my on my list is to not look at my phone or at emails or um, messages, notifications, not until nine o'clock. So I try to leave it on airplane mode. And the first thing I don't, I do not look at my results. It needs to be uploaded first for my BioStrap. So I only wait until that time to actually upload. So I don't even look at it. I actually it's it's almost 12 o'clock and I haven't even looked at it yet because I really don't care. I did a yoga session, but first thing I wake up, number one thing that I think this is applicable for everybody. First, hydration. When you wake up, it's hydration. But first we have to start with, I do a lot of ozone in the morning. So I do ozone oral. Uh, so I ozonate some water. I have a little ozone bubbler, super cheap, super easy, accessible for most people, but you ozonate some water and get the ozone and gargle your mouth. So it's, I do that in combination sometimes with oil pulling as well too, but I use the ozone to kill any other pathogens that don't belong in my mouth. Then I will tongue scrape, then I'll do, and it did, all of that does not take long, right? Then I'll brush my teeth with some specific toothpaste, right? For the oral care. So I use some with like uh, uh, some antimicrobials and certain specific minerals for my mouth. Then that's when I'm going to actually, after this, hydrate. So I always drink at least a whole liter of, uh, of I do use RO water, restructure it with, uh, an, uh, with a nitrogen bottle. Then I'll add some, sometimes a bit of salt and a different blend of electrolytes and some, uh, I've, been, uh, I've been on a kick of adding more copper as well too. But typically, hydration is always the key. Before I do anything else, it's just crucial. You've got to get that whole liter. Love using a little bit of, uh, give a little bit of help as well, getting that potassium higher uh, for some people. You have to check, again, with your medical doctor if it's the right thing for you. Potassium, if you're having kidney issues or kidney disease specifically, too much potassium at that specific time and stage, that could be armful for you right but um and, and real quick jf are you just buying yeah, it yeah. like in powder form and you're adding it to it like you have a little yeah i use uh there's different oh my gosh and this is the thing right a lot of people are seeking like what is the one thing the one mineral yeah. i'm like you know what get a blend and this is why i don't stick and i rotate my stuff i rotate i'm big fan magnesium it's a huge one everyone's depleted completely let's not argue or you can't argue but that's okay. That that's all good, right? But this is a huge issue that most people. If you wake up, you got the cramps, and you you have a lot of issue uh, recovering from your workout. Yeah, hypoxia is a big thing, big deal. If you we're training, we're having more hypoxia, so you need to clear it out. But magnesium is a huge thing. You can't you can't detoxify properly without magnesium and copper. A lot there's a lot of talk about copper is bad for you you're like oh my oh wait a minute like this is why you'll love the book i'll recommend but this has been a key player for me right copper is it it is you cannot have mitochondrial function without copper neither you can you with magnesium 
most people are deficient on copper and they don't know. And a lot of people will test and I'm like, it's just, yeah, it has to be properly assessed for sure. Definitely blood, hair, right? But blood first, definitely. But my morning blend, like uh, I do like to use uh, a specific electrolyte powder that has a bit of taurine, which helps with the bile as well too. There's a bit of creatine and some ribose, which a lot of people don't know, but creatine is, if oh. you're suffering from, to, from mental health issues, or not issues, I just use the term, but challenges, right? Because it's not... I, I do not like to assign myself to any labels. Yeah. I have this, I have that, right? But minerals, this is the key thing, having a proper blend. I do like nano liquid forms to put into my water. It's a bit more, uh, especially with a lot of people, when we're talking gut dysbiosis, I say try to get as much stuff liquid-based. Yes, some could argue, yeah, I like to use some liposomal stuff. And that's a, just a great way for the body to get its nutrients if you're actually having a lot of gut issues that you cannot actually absorb most of your nutrients right so it's a big one okay so you get through your your hydration protocol <laughs> and then are you do it are you meditating do you do mindfulness or uh normally yeah what i'm gonna do after this i'm gonna get in front of my red light for about 20 minutes so do I'll you, do 10 minutes. Do you have a juve light or what which one do you use I'm yeah i'm yeah, I do have the juve. Uh, let me just remove my background. Um, but yeah, I do have. Oh, I just do. Yeah, you I, got you got the big daddy. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I got the quad. Uh, definitely, there's a huge. Um, yeah, there's so many out there, and I and I love juve, but uh, I think like it's because uh, that that's what was hot back then. So it's like, but now I think there's, of course, there's many things, but whatever. It's, I think it's really important to, to shop for these things. I love my juve, love, love to every single morning. That's my, that's my morning therapy. Uh, but again, for, for you to actually get the most benefit out of it, your copper levels needs to be properly in your body mm -hmm. to receive that nice red, that red light. So there's a lot of things for that, but uh, so I do that along with while drinking my water. Then I'll do it's up. I'll do like a five minute meditation, but I like to read. Uh, I just read. I, it's up. I, my day to day will change that. The red light. It's up. It's going to be in the red light inside the sauna because I do have my portable sauna. But and then I do my reading and I like to do a bit of a stretching session. Um, yeah, some morning a lot of animal movements and squats and uh, yeah. so yeah. So this is what I. So basically today was a yoga day. So I ended up doing a yoga and yeah. So this is basically my, my morning routine, just with the basic stuff. Then I, I go on. Now, as far as your eating protocol, I've been, I've been looking at some of the stuff that you're eating and you're a good student. You're eating exactly what Joel would recommend. Uh, it, yeah. it looks fantastic too. So do you uh, do time restricted eating or do you, or, or and how does that? Yeah. It's, I used to be such a strict, but I think over time, and this is the whole thing at the end of the day, like Joel explains, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's starvation, period. Yeah. Yeah. There's just no way around it. And so I have done extended fast, right? I have done, I've jumped back in, was in January 2019, I believe, or 20, 2020. I did this five day, I almost did six days of fasting with Ben. Uh, mm -hmm. It's challenge that he does every year. Um, 
but I think a lot of that, what I've done in the past has actually neglected my health in some ways. Um, and getting, and it's funny because, and this is a whole thing when we go, I go back to blood chemistry, mostly not many people are properly assessing how's your blood, your, your blood sugar ratio, I like your blood regulation, blood sugar regulation. That's a huge blood sugar and iron. Like those two are the two things that we must like and analyze right off the get-go, right? So, and now that we're talking in, in, inside the program, it's really, it's, it's fascinating that you can actually be quote unquote fit, but you could actually have like pre onset diabetes in the tissue or the adipose tissue. And this is where myself lower belly, it's still there. And, and just completely being honest, right? It's been a struggle for me and I'm 29, but I have fluctuated weight, not tremendously so much. I've always been like five, 10 pounds. Like it's just like, it's water weight and stuff mostly, but it's not for me putting on muscle, it's been a challenge. <laughs> it's been a challenge depending on my body type, right? I'm more of a vata, more of an ectomorph mix. And, um, but yeah, it is, I think it's, uh, yeah, the food, the food combinations. I like to do some fasting. I, I, right now I'm doing the ICFL. So the immune center fat loss protocol uh, from Joel. Mm -hmm. so following that script for about 30, for the 30 day range. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, I try not to be so restrictive. I have been able to reintroduce pretty much any food in my diet. So yeah. all the way. And, and I think it's just whole food is very key, very important. A lot of supplementation to fill in those gaps. They have their time and place, they're a necessity, but you know, good nutrition first. It's really, it's getting out. anything from a box. That's yeah. not food for the yeah. most part. I agree. And you know, talking about the, the immune centric fast loss, fat loss program. So did you I'm, go through it? Well, I have, uh, I have not, but I'm actually after we, because I've got my body right now, I, I usually bobble between nine, 10% body fat and, oh, that's and, yeah, and yeah. I, and it's now I, I put muscle on <clears throat> really easily. I mean, I, it's just, I just, that's just the way I guess I'm genetic, genetically disposed, but I am going to go through the protocol and the Jemlin and I last week, we did do the Daisy cutter and I hate eating raw green beans, but I did, I choked them down. She loves them. So it was fine for her, yeah. but I am <laughs> going to be teaching that as a course, I'm actually developing an entire training, the Vitruvian, uh, Vitruvian training system that I'm doing Oh, nice! Know, just for, for a lot of peak performance stuff. And I am going to include that as kind of a standalone. And one of the things that you mentioned that is important for people to understand when they start to work on their gut health is that you don't have to be as restrictive. And I, I remember, so on my YouTube channel, this guy, uh, he, had played, he had made a comment after Joel was on the show and he basically was taking issue with the fact that Joel talks about often you can eat whatever you want. Mm. And the guy was like, you know, I just don't think that eating, you know, fast food is good and blah, blah. blah. And, and, and I didn't engage him. I'm just always very nice to anybody. Yeah, I, 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 get, I get it. I understand. I don't eat that stuff either. Well, Joel saw, saw the comment and started in commenting back with the guy. And I think that, you know, what people need to understand is, and one of the things that I can't wait to help teach is that, no, it's not I mean it doesn't mean you can go out and eat cheeseburgers every day. No. The point is what Joel does so well is that he realizes most people, unless you are mm -hmm. JF or you're somebody like me or you're like Joel, that 
we sort of, this is our living. This is who we are. Most people aren't. Most people are CPAs and doctors and lawyers and, you know, garbage collectors. They're living their lives. They're not thinking every day about acromensia and bifidobacteria. No, no. That's not what they do. So they need a protocol that allows them to be healthy enough for those moments that are necessarily, they're just going to happen through life, but yet their gut is prepared to go, okay, I can take that dairy. I can take those carbs. I'm not going to get, that's not going to store that straight to fat. That's Absolutely. the point. And I can't wait to introduce more and more people to that. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, and if I had to this, like the biggest thing too, is for me is I do have friends around myself that are not ultimately a hundred percent, almost eating, you know, I would say 90, 95%, I just be fair, 95% of what I eat is basically whole food or, you know, nothing is, is refined much right. besides like, yeah, I might have some organic ketchup here because God, I freaking love it. You know, sometimes okay. like it's just leave your, give yourself a little bit of loose. Right. And that's where I came back to understand that we cannot be like he says, especially in the immunity code book or in a, and even in the program, if you do LT all the time, you're going to get into some trouble too. Like yep. it doesn't matter because you're eating organic all the time and I am all for it. But guess what? Also, there's fungi that are not being used. There's pesticide not being used. Not that as I say, yeah, eat those because they're better, but you might be exposed to more parasites and pathogens. So it's like having this balance too, because you being surrounded at a table with human beings and I'm single, I'm home, right? So it's very different. So when you're surrounded with your community and your people, either if you have a little bit of, you know, the unwanted stuff, hey, just the fact that you're there, the emotion, the exchange, this, this, this communication that you're having with your, your friends, it's going to be trumping the net, the potential negative effect of that food. So, hey, i rather that and then use the, these little hacks, these little offsets. So it's not Christmas. Let's just be so restrictive. No, okay. it's Christmas. You know, we're getting together, whether or not you're celebrating. But I mean, why why a simple way shake? Yeah, it's way. And yeah, guess what? If you're having issues, it's because we got to get down to that, that, that root cause. But it's hey a couple little mix of that before uh, come 30 minutes before a meal how cool is that that's just a tool to just navigate exactly. these times that we want to indulge a little bit more hey i think it's a good thing so i i could not agree more <laughs> all right man so and we've got a class coming up dude so yeah we do <laughs> tell me what tell me about this book i need to get ah uh, yes so it's called the let me just get it here quick real quick uh what is it where is it again my goodness, uh, I have so many books that I'm just like, look, oh, right here. So it's uh, Cure cure Your Fatigue. Cure oh. Your Fatigue by Morley Robbins. Yeah, Cure Your Fatigue. It's all about copper. So it's absolutely amazing. This is life-changing. This book is life-changing. So I, I do yeah. like to, um, yeah, it's great. It's the same with the Immunity book. Those book. Those are the two books that really tremendously speaks volume to me. Yeah. Well, all right. I'll add it to the library today after we hang up. So that will. Yeah. And I wrote down that one that you shared with me earlier from James Nestor. So fantastic, my brother. Well, man, JF, dude, this was awesome. This is. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> we'll have to do that again.
sure. There's just so much to share. God. Absolutely. So absolutely. And I, like I said in class, I want to use the Jason Wright show as a platform for, to support, you know, my classmates and you, and just, you're doing good things, man. People need to understand the things that you and I, I mean, you, you've put into a practice and that we're, we're trying to understand to better ourselves as well as others. The more in the, the, the compounding effect of that is going to lead to a healthier population, lower costs and just happier people. And so, uh, so I, I'm really, I'm so grateful for you taking the time to share. Right, thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Absolutely. And I think like, this is where I see this, you know, with, uh, the program you're coming out and this is what I'm coming out with my program as well of our six week, uh, little total gut reset boot camp so it's gonna be a lot of fun but this is why a lot of, we need to just there's there's so many people on this planet there's plenty of people for everyone and it's i mean you know i think we together it's just coming in coming in together and just making an impact because people need to have this information so we can't keep that i mean it's doing a disservice not sharing so I agree. Definitely. Now, tell people where can people find you on social media? How can they get a hold of you if they if yes. they have questions and they they want to engage you? How do they find you? Absolutely. So you can go on Instagram at Gene Felix Turka underscore GFT, and then I have my uh, so my website so regenbiome.com. So regen r e g e n biome b i o m e dot com, and that's where you can have a little and seek and see uh, what I do. So get more information. I have a lot of resources on my website too and, and, and tools and such, but yeah, so that's All where right. you can find me. Well, fantastic. Oh. Well, sit tight. I'm going to do a little sign off for the YouTube channel real quick. If I can get this right. Hey folks, thank you so much for joining this episode of the Jason Wright show. If you would please click subscribe and leave some comments down below. And if you have some comments or some questions for JF, then please let us know that. And he will, he will check and get those or I'll get them to him. But either way, also, if you're listening to this on the, uh, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts, please don't forget to give us a five-star reading rating that helps move up in the rankings. And we need all the help we can get. So grateful for that until then, until we meet again, Never stop endeavoring to improve always in all ways. I'm Jason and I am out. Thanks.